Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, while trying to find out more about necromancy, the group got into trouble with the law of Rayburn Falls and learned that a new attack had happened. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So the three of you are in the kitchen at the Mertiel Auberge. Fritz is like in the kitchen off to the side. Uh, the front door has like slammed open and there's one of the town guard and he's yelled to Verna L. Citrinefall that it's happened again. And Verna immediately just sort of looks kind of wide-eyed and looks to the three of you. Let's go. So by again... Are we, we mean like somebody's missing, like again, or just like you clogged the toilet? I mean, what is again? Please specify. <laughs> uh, Verna <laughs> looks a little like uh, uh, confused by, by you, but but like can't tell if maybe you don't really know what like this guy means or not. And the guard kind of stumbles into the uh, the house and uh, he like kind of takes off his hat in front of the, in the presence of Verna and he goes, uh, sir, it's um, uh, another disappearance, but this one's a little different. There's, uh, I think, a witness. Oh, I've got my we cloak go. around my shoulders. I'm already walking out the door. Let's go, Theo. I'll, I'll trail behind. <laughs> <laughs> Are you begrudgingly going, or do you no, not want to? I'm going, but they seem awfully fucking excited. Grab, I'm a, just grab like... a turkey leg roadie and let's go. <laughs> there you go. I'll grab a leg. You you grab a, a leg of beast from whatever animal this was, and uh, you head out the door. I, I grab one, too. Verna, I... Uh, I grab one because I just in case. Verna lets the three of you know as you get outside. Uh, there's a uh, a carriage outside. And she says, "I'm gonna absolutely take you there, but you three are the investigators. If you want me there, I will go with you. But otherwise, I'll stay away from the crime scene. I don't want to get in your way." Mm. Yeah, I mean, we can handle it. Yeah, I don't think I want her there. She nods and and she says. Uh, when we arrive, if you want me to wait outside, I can. Uh, she says, I you know, can certainly head home. It's up to you. And the carriage takes you much uh, quicker across town. And the guard fills you in as to what he knows. He lets you know that uh, in the collegiate district, there has been a murder or presumed a murder. Uh, let's see. He lets you know that over in the uh, collegiate district, uh, the uh, counselor, K-Ball Kafuddle, 
has gone missing, and the only witness is K-Ball's apprentice. What's the last name again? Kafuddle. Uh, so K-Ball is K-A-Y-B-A-H-L, and then the last name is Kafuddle, K-A-F-U-D-D-L-E. So to my memory, this is the first quote-unquote important person that's gone missing. Verna uh, uh, seems pretty, pretty concerned, and she says, this is very concerning. Most of the people who've gone missing so far have, have been townspeople, and we wish to stop this, but nobody of very important note, to the best of our knowledge. This is a counselor. And to make matters a little more concerning, he was the counselor of the collegiate district. He was a mage. A fairly powerful one, to the best of my knowledge. When's the last time you talked to him? She shrugs and she says, maybe a few days ago at a, at a town meeting. Did so, everything seem okay at the meeting? Mm, she tries to remember. <laughs> she says, yes, uh, everything seemed fine. Uh, this wasn't really a meeting to determine very many important things. It was just sort of a kind of an update as to what's going on in the city. Uh, Another update on uh, the the governor's you know dis- decisions and how he's going to be stepping down soon, and Cabal did say that he 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 would throw his hat into the race, but I kind of presumed everyone had at this point. So, if he's missing and he's a powerful mage, he clearly could have defended himself probably pretty well. He I, might have, for all we know. I guess we'll have to check out the, the she, crime scene. Right? She nods and and she says. I don't really understand magic especially well. Uh, it's kind of outside of my area of expertise, but I would presume he, he was once the principal of Rayburn Magical Academy. Is that like the head of the academy? Uh, yeah, the, the principal is the, the highest ranking position in the academy right. that you can have. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, I mean, it's the most prestigious school within the city. And uh, you guys uh, get to, like, the elevators, and they start going down. And you guys are making pretty good time, but it still takes a little bit of uh, time to get across town, of course. Uh, as far as that goes, is there any questions you guys have uh, as far as cursory information goes? This guy, did he have a lot of enemies? The guard shrugs doesn't have any clue. Uh, any other family? Uh, she uh, kind of sh- shakes her head. She says, I believe he adopted an apprentice a few years ago. So who is this apprentice? What's this guy? Uh, this apprentice is uh, Vivian. Uh, she was a human girl. Uh, he got her into the orphanage. Uh, he never really talked about his personal life much, but it seemed more like a professional relationship rather than a father-daughter thing. Okay. How long had that been? When did, when did that start? Oh, I think that uh, he had adopted her maybe about two years ago as his uh, apprentice. Uh, I, I think she's probably around... Fifteen, sixteen now. <coughs> what's what's the deal with the witness? She is the witness. Oh, I believe she is the witness. Oh. And the guard kind of uh, shakes his head and says, "I didn't get a lot of information before they sent me across town." All right, well, let's get there and start checking things out. The the guard kind of uh, make an insight check. All of us. Uh, anyway, anyone can. Yep. Absolutely, anybody can. Let me know what you get. 22. 22? 12. 
12, with a 12, uh, the, the guard seems very respectful uh, uh, in front of Verna. With a 22, you feel like maybe the guard doesn't really like you three, but he's on his best behavior in front of Verna. Uh, you you think maybe a lot of the town guard are kind of leery about you guys after the debacle with the the books, uh, but he he oh yeah <laughs> I can imagine he uh, he does not and he says uh, uh, Sheriff Orvalt uh, Stonepike he he said that he's keeping the crime scene contained until uh, Miss Citrinefall here and and her investigators. Arrived. We appreciate your efforts. And he kind of nods, and you're pretty sure, Alice, he's, he's being very respectful, but you don't know how respectful he'd be without Verna around, or perhaps Orvalt. Orvalt seemed to like you guys pretty well, although his you know kind of hands were tied a bit. Uh, Does she share this with us? Do you share this with us at all? I I kind of like whisper, like I don't I don't think these guys are big fans of us. Yeah, you guys can whisper in the carriage. It's a fairly large-sized carriage. You guys are all on one side. Verna and the guard are on the other. Do I think that they have, I mean, I, I'm assuming I don't think they have any any reason to believe that they're trying going to harm us. Oh, like the, the guard the or anything like that? Uh, no, okay. with your insight check, you don't think this is like a trap or anything. You didn't get any kind of vibe like that. So, you, so, so what's the guard's name? Uh, guard lets you know his name is uh, uh, Jer- uh, Jeremiah's. Oh, Jeremiah. Okay. So, Jeremiah, listen, uh, things I know were a little rocky earlier with us and your group, and uh, we understand what's happening now, and and we're going to make sure we're uh, we're on the right side of the law for everything here. So we just want to make sure we're clear in the air, and we'll stay good. You guys stay good with us, and let's work together and get get this thing handled. Make a persuasion check. That's a that's a, a a pretty pretty convincing, depending on the role. Six. <laughs> he kind of nods. He goes, uh, "Yes, sir," and he's very respectful in front of Verna Elsa Treenfall. I. Uh, Great job. I mean, it's a, it was a good speech. It just you know, he he. Did, maybe, do I get an advantage then? <laughs> I'll give you advantage. Sure, why not? That's that's much better. Nineteen. 19. Okay. Yeah, he kind of nods and he he does seem uh, uh, a little bit uh, uh, more swayed to your guys' side. You're not sure that he's going to be able to sway the entire like guard force of the city, but Jeremiah and anyone that he's close with will probably spread the word that you guys aren't so bad. Okay. Maybe it's a misunderstanding. All it takes is one, all it takes is one person. We'll see. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I nod. <laughs> so you guys uh, head across town and... Uh, this particular school is uh, very big. So I had mentioned before that the collegiate district is a lot of like old forts and like keeps and stuff because like the the this is what defended the city until they eventually expanded. Uh, and sure enough, uh, the Rayburn Magical Academy is a huge citadel with four towers uh, that have like you know walls like you know connecting each one, uh, which have like halls within them and stuff. It's very big. Uh, each uh, uh, let's see. Uh, the Verna would Verna know Verna kind of has an idea, but the guard even can fill you in uh, and lets you know that each tower has two different schools of magic in it that like, you know, practice and stuff. And then there's a uh, tower that has evocation magic and uh, the uh, tower of evocation magic also has the administration office in it as well on the top part of the tower. There is no section in the school for necromancy, of course. <laughs> Where was he at? Was he in his office, the administrative side of things when this happened? Uh, the guard lets you know that, yes, in the t- very top of the tower is where the uh, uh, 
this like situation has uh, occurred. Uh, he lets you know that he'll take you there, and the uh, sheriff will have a lot more information by now. Okay, so I was, I was going to ask, like, who would have access to that space? He lets you know that he, he thinks the apprentice does, and he thinks the uh, current principal does. Uh, he lets you know that man's name is Kibo Freedom Peak. Freedom. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Kibo is the prince, current principal of Rayburn Magical Academy. Okay. Uh, How long has he been there for? Uh, quite a few years. Okay. So been I can assume that K-Ball probably hired him or promoted him to be principal type of deal? Uh, the guard doesn't know. He's not sure how the uh, uh, the innards of the, the kind of magic academy work. I. Uh, at least, uh, does he? No, not to that degree. Uh, he the finally the carriage arrives, and uh, uh, the guard goes to escort you guys through like the the school to get you there as quick as possible. And Verna asks you three. She says, "Do you want me to go? Do you think you guys have this? We got this. Yeah, we got this." She nods and she says, "I know I hired the right people." And she nods and she says, "I hope to hear good news in the future." Have a good night, Miss Citrinefall. She nods, and the door closes to the carriage, and the carriage takes off. Is it too late for me to, like, just curious what's what she's thinking at this moment when I told her we don't need her? Insight. Yeah. Can I roll an insight? Yeah, absolutely. I'd allow that. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. When you said that you don't need her, she seemed a little relieved. You think that if you think that she maybe would have uh, been a little concerned if like you needed her around because she hired you three to take care of the job. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she seemed a little relieved. I. Uh, as far as that goes, the guard, this Jeremiah, uh, who I wasn't planning on naming, but that's okay. I. Uh, <laughs> Walks good you guys, Jeremiah. good old Jeremiah, who's now going to become a very important character, and I can't imagine why. Uh, he's my buddy. Because, yeah, now he's he your buddy. He is now my best friend. <laughs> Hannibal Jeremiah has, has his arm over the shoulder. I'm much more closer to, to Jeremiah than I am either either the two of you. <laughs> Even Maxwell and, is jealous of uh, yours and Jeremiah's. And, uh, and here I was going to praise you on your fine apology. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah's here, buddy. I, I have my rations here, this <laughs> awesome trail mix I made. And I'm, I hand him some of my delicious trail mix, and I share it with he, him. You hold out your hand with, like, you know, this, like, trail mix or whatever, and he's like, uh, Sir, I, I'm not especially hungry. Uh, it was a little bit of a grisly scene. I have a sensitive stomach. That's fine. Just hold on to it for now. You're going to need no. it later. I swoop in, and I take it. You <laughs> shove it all like, in my mouth. You throw the bone aside from, like, the uh, <laughs> uh, the roast beast that you were eating. You scoop up, like, a majority of the trail mix into your hands and start scarfing it down oh, and keep walking. Oh, oh. This ain't bad, Hamble. Thanks. Boom. I slap him upside the head. Well, I'm glad you like along. it. And I hand Jeremiah uh, a little bit more trail mix. And he, and he takes it. He goes, oh, I'll remember this, sir. Just put that in your pocket. He says, of course, sir. Thank you. And uh, the the th- four of you uh, walk into uh, like the kind of one of the central towers. Uh, you know, there's these four towers, uh, and you kind of have to like go through this like big giant gate. It feels more like you're going into like a like a military garrison 
than like a magic school. But like you walk in and there's like a bunch of like students like, you know, they're not necessarily wearing uniforms, but a lot of them are wearing very mundane kind of brown robes. And you hear a lot of them whispering amongst themselves about like what's going on. And you you hear like, you know, one of them's like, you know, like, oh, man, maybe old man Kibo finally like, you know, like burst a gasket and like, you know, killed himself or some shit. And like another kid's like, dude, what the hell? It's messed up. And like, you know, there's all like just all this like bickering of like children, basically. Is there a kid with a lightning bolt on his forehead? Uh, I no. hope not. You know what? No, but we did There's see not, nearly no. headless Nick fly by. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, so you guys head into the tower, and I, uh, the guard says, "I don't believe anyone's been alerted as to what actually happened yet." But after an event like this, I feel like they probably will be sometime soon. Uh, and you guys go up this tower, and it's probably about like uh, uh, four floors. I. Uh, so the first floor is uh like looks to be a lot of like you know rooms uh you know maybe classrooms or something. Second floor looks like it's more classrooms, perhaps like ritual rooms, more evocation type stuff. Uh as you pass by you see like you know some rooms have like like evocation 101 basically on them, you know, stuff like that. Uh by the time you hit the third floor though, it looks a lot more mundane. Uh this seems to be the administration floors beginning, and uh, you guys get to the uh, staircase and head up to the fourth floor, and you guys go down a hall. There's a few uh, less rooms in here. It looks like the rooms are a lot larger on this floor. You get to the end of the hall, and you see Orvalt Stonespike. He's flanked by a few different guards, and uh, Orvalt sees the uh, three of you with this guard, and he kind of nods. He goes, I uh, appreciate... Uh, Verna sending you my way. Yeah, you got it, man. So give us the rundown. What do you got so far? Ooh, well, uh, he says witness is still in there. Uh, she wouldn't move from the spot when I tried to uh, get her out of there. She's kind of in shock. Who knows this occurred? Uh, beg your pardon, miss? Who, who all knows of that he is missing? Well, the uh, principal. Uh, I'm going to fetch him. He When I told him the news after I investigated. Uh, he uh, said he had some work to do in the office. Didn't seem too perturbed by it. That might be something to look into. He says, but aside from that, and he kind of like takes off his hat and kind of wipes his brow and puts it on. He says, uh, it's uh, a little strange. He says the room was locked. Uh, I guess uh, according to uh, uh, the old principal Kibo, Kibo Freedom Peak there, uh, he says he Heard some noise, didn't pay it any mind. Uh, apparently that kind of stuff's normal in a magic academy. I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, after a while, he came to say his goodbyes for the day, I suppose, and uh, found the door locked, went back down, got himself the master keys, and uh, opened it on up, and sure enough, that's, uh, well, uh, blood stain on the floor. And he kind of opens the, the door, and you guys see a what seems to be a big ritual room i uh, so the room is rather large uh there's like a big not necessarily a pentagram but like uh there's like a magical like arcane marking on the floor uh there is uh a couple of windows uh on either side of the room as far as that goes there's a giant blood stain in the center of the floor there's scraps of clothing you can see on one side of the room is a uh, what seems to be around a 16-year-old girl. She is human. Uh, uh, presumably is uh, Vivian. Uh, she's pretty tall uh, for her age. Uh, she seems to be like 
almost like six feet tall. She's got brown hair, green eyes. Uh, she has like a silver circlet with like some red gems on top of it. Uh, she's wearing a long green robe and at her side on the ground is a wand that's broken in half. And she's just sort of like staring blankly into the air. Uh, aside from that, there's also a vault, a big vault door on the other side of the uh, uh, room. Is the vault open? It is closed. Okay. I go to our vault and I say, was she in here when Kibo opened the door? And he kind of like whispers it, but you think it's only a half whisper. You don't know if he really needs to whisper around her because she seems like out of it. He says, well, uh, I guess she was. I guess she was uh, uh, in here uh, lying on the ground and he saw the scene, freaked out, ran and got the guards, came back and uh, the guards tried to wake her up and she kind of opened her eyes and just sort of stared into space. Wake her, uh, what do you mean by wake her up? Well, I guess she was asleep, like knocked out when uh, we, we, the guards came in. Did she look injured or appear injured in any way? Yeah, she's got like a, uh, uh, seems to have a knot on the back of her head. Hmm. What time did uh, Kibo report hearing the noise, did he say? He said that, uh, uh, well, actually, you know what, let me, let me, get him in here and we'll just have him corroborate the story right. and a uh, guard goes to fetch Kibo Freedom Peak uh, a few minutes later uh, a dark skinned half elf uh, who looks a little older uh, he has like dark hair but it's like speckled with gray he has brown eyes uh, kind of a salt and pepper uh, mustache goatee combo uh, he's tall he's pretty lean he kind of uh, uh, if you want to roll insight uh, feel free I can maybe tell you a little bit uh, more Five. With a five, uh, you can't get a good read on him. Maybe, maybe he's a little upset. It's hard to tell. Twelve. With twelve? Fifteen. With a fifteen? Uh with a twelve and a fifteen. He kinda like he seems very like uh, upset, but maybe more frustrated than upset. Like he he doesn't seem like he's sad that this happened. It's more that he's like angry that he's kind of dealing with it, maybe. He's kind of like has this air of arrogance to him. I'm sorry, sir, are we bothering you this evening? He says, no, um, no, this has uh, already been a big bother. And he looks into the room and just sees the blood stain and kind of shudders a bit. Can't imagine that this is <coughs> easy. <coughs> he says, no, these things shouldn't happen at Rayburn Magical Academy, but clearly they do when good old Kafuddle's in charge. Who else uh, would have access to, to his room? He shakes his head and he says, uh, nobody. Uh, I don't believe Kefuddle gave his keys out to anybody. Uh, I had a pair of keys or a set of keys because, you know, it's part of the administration that you just have extra sets. Uh, they're locked up in a safe in my office. It took a little bit of time to get to them. Uh, but uh, around lunchtime, uh, Kefuddle and his apprentice, uh, Vivian there, and he kind of like, you know, kind of nods in the direction of uh, uh, the girl in the room. And he says, uh, uh, maybe around lunchtime uh, they came in and he was going to uh, instruct her on illusion magic. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, some time passed. I, you know, wandered the grounds, came back, did a little bit of paperwork, heard some loud noises. You know, it's a floor up. I, I didn't, you know, in a, across the building, I, I didn't really pay it too much mind. These things happen when people are practicing magic. Do you know about what time that was? 
Uh, he says, we don't have any kind of water clock in the facility. He says, but uh, I would say that uh, uh, would have been after dinner time, likely. Uh, and by loud, so you were I'm sorry. You were a floor away. I take that back. It wouldn't be dinner time necessarily because that's around the time you guys find out. It would have been like pre-dinner time. He heard the noises, and then as like the sun started to set, he went to go check on it. So like what was your afternoon? question? Yeah, like late afternoon. So it was you were a floor down, and then on the opposite side of the building. He says, and it yes. was loud to you. He says, "Oh, fairly loud." Is that common here? He says, well, yeah, that's the thing, is it's a magical academy. People practice spells, they they summon forth demons and, you know, dispel them, and, you know, they, these type of types of things are, are can be fairly common. Are there any windows or anything in this room? Yeah, two of them. There are two windows. Right. Uh, he uh, uh, he kind of nods, and he says, uh, well, uh, uh, any any other... Pressing questions before I, I have to. So you normally see K-Ball before you leave for the day? Yes, he is the counselor of the uh, uh, this sector of the city. And it helps to know that, you know, if he were to become the governor, well, his position would open up. And so I just needed him to know that I was, of course, the principal. I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt to ingratiate yourself. Would you support him to be um, governor? Oh, of, of course. I, I think he would make a, a wonderful governor. Uh, Do I think inside he's lying? Jack. <laughs> inside. Absolutely. Uh, natural 20. Ooh. Take it. With a natural 20, I can let you know that despite how convincing he sounds, he had made a few remarks about Kafuddle. You're very sure he didn't like Kafuddle in the least, but you think that he did want him to be governor because then he would he gain a position job. of power. Yeah. Do you think he could have handled the governorship? I I, I think that he could have given it a good go. Uh he he kind of like kind of like shrugs and like kind of like uh, like pats at his side and he says, uh, "But here's the thing, uh, if he couldn't handle it, somebody else would take his place that potentially was in a position of counselor, like yourself." Well, I mean, now that he has passed on, it it has it is going to me. It's in the town charter that the principal will take over the collegiate district if the. Uh, Counselor of this sector is unable to perform his duties, and it and he kind of like almost whisper, he so, almost whispers so this. What was the last time you washed your hands? He says, "Ah, sir, I do wash my hands frequently, but I assure you, I have done no such thing to the counselor." All right, I'm just checking. How long have you been mm -hmm. principal for? He says, "Oh, about uh, five years." Who brought you in? Why, uh, K-Ball himself. Uh, I passed his rigorous screening exam, and. Uh, uh, he he is very well learned. He's from uh, learned from a very prestigious teacher himself. But uh, he, well, nobody was perfect. You don't seem to have a lot of confidence in K ball. Was there any specific issue you had? Well, I just feel like there could be many more funds coming into the collegiate district. The, this is a school. The, some of the best minds in our city come through here. Think of the youth that, that have lost opportunities because there aren't enough programs or enough books to be able to go around. Being able to study magic is important. He, he nods and agrees. He, he feels like it's very, very important. You uh, if you like want to roll inside on that, you can. I was also going to ask, does he feel like... <coughs> Oh, uh, 19, uh, 
Twenty-one. Twenty-two. Wow, with a twenty-two uh, for insight, he. Uh, you think he he's a little self-serving, but you do think that he does want more funds coming into the collegiate district. So there's a there's a bit of truth to that. Do you think K-Ball wasn't doing a good job of bringing in funds? Is that something he has control over? He says, oh, absolutely. He says he's the counselor of this sector. He has meetings about who, you know, like like what sectors deserve the most funds, what, you know, and he, he starts going into like kind of the mechanics of like, you know, what a counselor does. And it all sounds like it's adding up. It does seem like the counselor could push for more, uh, whether Kefuddle wasn't doing a good enough job of it or perhaps the other sectors weren't allowing it. You're not sure. All right. I think we should probably we should check out this room a bit. Well, I got one more question. Do you know of the relationship between him and Vivian? Have they has it been a strained relationship recently or seems like everything's been OK on that end? He says, no, I, I don't quite understand why, you know, when you have so many students, you decide to put a lot of special attention on one. He says, but is she uh, not gifted? Well, I mean, perhaps it's, she seems rather bright, I suppose. And he, he's kind of whispering this at this point. He says, uh, when the little runt came in here, I mean, she she seemed pretty quick-witted, but I mean, as far as that goes, it just strikes me that, you know, he should have been putting more time and effort into to the school and the district rather than his own personal personal matters. So you don't like her personally either, huh? <clears throat> I I just don't know her very well. She, she's not necessarily a student at this school. She is a student of K-Ball uh, Kefuddle. Is she here daily then with him? Uh, not daily, no. Uh, uh, I, I think there's probably other lessons, maybe other buildings she goes to, perhaps even other schools, or she learns at home. Uh, so she's free to just kind of wander around the grounds and take in classes and well, do what she wants? She doesn't really take classes here. Uh, she learns directly from, uh, learned from Kefuddle. What can you tell us about how Vivian was when you uh, entered the room for the first time? Unconscious? Uh, to be honest, I thought she was dead. Uh, there was a lot of blood. I saw her body and torn clothes. I immediately alerted the authorities. This is not something I want to be involved with. A, a young woman unconscious in a room with blood everywhere and have someone see me. It's not anything I desire, you know, desire to be a part of. He says, so I ran and got the guards. And they then came back and locked the, the area down and felt that there was something more going on. And I presumed it was some spell backfired, some horrible thing. But he did mention he was teaching her illusion magic today. So um, he looks into the room and like you see the blood everywhere and he goes, illusion magic doesn't typically do that. I don't have anything else. I don't believe that's all our questions. And his eye, uh, uh, he kind of holds up the keys and he says, so can I take the keys back or do you need them? Well, we're still going to investigate the room, so we should uh, probably hold on to those. Uh, absolutely. And he, yeah. he says, when you're done, just make sure to bring them back. I'll just wait in the office. All right, of cool. And he goes uh, down and uh, uh, one of the guards says he'll escort him. And uh, uh, Orvalt kind of lo- walks up to you three and he says, well, did you get some information out of him? Um, yeah, we got some. Seems like he's not a big fan of uh, Cable. Seems like he benefited quite a bit from this arrangement, but I don't immediately find him dangerous. He nods. He says, well, he's a wizard. I mean, they have abilities a lot of other people don't. So if you find him a little too dangerous, by all means, let me know. Yep. He says, but in any event, I'll let you investigate the room. I... Uh, 
oh, uh, I have a description of uh, K-Ball Kefuddle if you if you need it. Yeah. Uh, he lets you know that K-Ball Kefuddle uh, was a forest gnome. Uh, he was middle-aged. Uh, he was uh, uh, had a pretty clean-shaven face except for a blue goatee and uh, blue hair. Uh, it was short. Uh, it was well-kept, parted down the middle. Uh, he, was, he had pale skin. Uh, let's see. He did a little bit of research before you arrived. Uh and uh, he didn't learn a lot. He learned that uh, he uh, 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 Kefuddle learned magic from a uh, a pretty prestigious teacher who used to live in the city. Uh, but aside from that, uh, he doesn't know a whole lot else. We don't know this teacher's name. Ah, uh, yeah, it, it's honestly it's a, a little racist. I, I have a hard time uh, remembering some gnomish names. I think it was Gada Davida. I think that was right. Oh, really? Yeah, he learned it a long time ago from that uh, teacher. Uh, I, I guess he was pretty prominent at some point. I, I heard he doesn't live in this area anymore. I can't imagine he does. <laughs> nope, I can't imagine he does. Okay. Um, do we have anything else left to say? To, to He's sticking around, Orvald? Yeah, or? Orvald lets you know that uh, when you guys are done, like he he's going to investigate and potentially take uh, Vivian into custody because at this point she doesn't really have a guardian. 16 is in this fantasy world, medieval fantasy. Like that's kind of old enough to like get out on your own as a human, but like she's still like learning magic. He, he doesn't really know what to do with her right now. So like he's kind of his hands are kind of tied. Maybe we should take her with us and hang out, uh, keep her at the uh, chateau. Or well, the... we gotta. Seems potentially. We still got a lot to do. We gotta check the room out. We she's still in the room. She's like just wide eyed in one corner of the room, like just like uh, maybe yeah. like potentially just lost everything she ever knew. Yeah, we don't need to jump the gun quite. Yet. All right, let's, let's check the room out. Let's first. check the room out and then. Absolutely. Try talking. Well, let's take a look around the room first. Sure. Uh, if you guys want to make an investigation check, uh, I can each tell you something a little different uh, depending on what area you're investigating because you have the vault, you have the windows, and you have the bloodstained ritual. So technically, it would be like arcana, investigate, and perception. I'm not great with arcana. I'll, I, I'll take arcana. Yep. I'm not good with any of it. All right. Well... I'll take a look at it. So investigate, what was the other one? Perception? Uh, investigate, perception, and arcana. 21 arcana. Right, I'll take perception. I did investigate. I rolled a seven. With a seven, uh, you take a look at the vault. Uh, and with a seven, about the only thing I can tell you is the keys you have seem to match up. Like, there is a key for the vault, like, the, the for the, like, because the, the school building has one. Sure. Can I open it? I mean... You can. Like, do you want Orval to see you opening it? Which yeah, probably I idea. yeah, I don't want to just do it. Be like, hey, here we go. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll call Orval, Orval over and tell him, hey, I want to check this open and see if anything's missing or looks to be disturbed. Orval kind of like puts his hands up and he goes, ah, I mean, uh, this is technically the property of his estate. I, I don't know. Maybe should we talk to the girl? Should we find out if he's even dead? He says, I'll, I'll let you think about it. He says, but my my official jurisdiction is saying that we would not open it. Okay. Right, that's all Make an insight check. Off. What'd you get? Nine. With a nine? Yeah, that's about, uh, like, you, you really can't uh, like tell his, glean his mood otherwise. If someone else wanted to roll, you guys are all talking to him, you can. Anyone else got anything? What is this? Uh, insight, if you're interested, or if you were talking to uh, Orval. If you weren't around, then you know. yeah, I wasn't really around. But. That's fine. You don't have to roll then. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Uh, you really? Yeah. He, he <laughs> seems very official about it. 
That's about all you can glean. Uh, Orvalt walks off to the side, though, and uh, lets you know that he'll be outside the room if you need him. Okay. And he closes the door. Now, whether at this point you want to open up the vault door or whatever, it's up to you. No, we'll talk to Vivian first sure. before... Uh, oh, I had a perception. Yeah, you were looking out the window. With a 10, you look out the window. Uh, I mean, the tower is very tall. You look out the window, you don't see any, like, claw marks, no grappling hooks. Uh, though it is an open window. It's no, There's no bars to it. There's no glass. Uh, it is just, like, an open window. It looks like this is, like, a ritual room that also happens to have, like, the vault in it. How big is the window? Uh, pretty decently sized. Uh, it's, it's probably about, like, five feet wide. Uh, which means that like even like something like ten feet wide could like squeeze through it. Okay. Um, what'd you get for Arcana? Twenty one. With a twenty one, this arcane symbol uh, does involve illusion magic. It looks like this is some kind of ritual to like aid and like make uh, probably make like illusion magic like cost not much to cast potentially, uh, or to like sort of show how it like works and how you like you know map it out. Uh, so you think that uh, uh, it was illusion in illusion magic that was being taught or worked on in here. Uh, Any idea as to what <coughs> illusion or spell in particular? With a 21, you wouldn't be able to tell an exact spell, Alice. Uh, it looks like sort of general illusion magic was being used. Probably a little lower level, maybe first level, second level, things like that. Uh, it's very complex, uh, but that's only because typically it takes a lot to cast any magic spell, let alone low-level ones. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, I can also let you know that the the uh, blood at this point has now kind of like, like ruined the spell circle. Uh, and the blood is uh, seemingly a lot fresher than the spell circle itself. Uh, and there's also a medicine check on the table uh, as well. I don't, I'm not proficient. Medicine so is not my area of expertise. If someone else wants to take a look. I'll roll it. Uh, 13. With a 13, uh, it, it's the, the blood... Uh, on the ground seems to match up timeline wise with what Kibo Freedom Peak was uh, letting you know. Uh, it seems like uh, uh, the the time the sort of the time frame he told you about when potentially this happened. It seems to match up with uh, how fresh the blood is. The blood at this point is coagulating quite a bit. It's yeah. getting like dried up and stuff just because blood dries fairly fast. Uh, but yeah, as far as that goes, uh, seems pretty fine. Now the torn clothes. Did they look like? Do they look like uh, like his clothes, or they look like, like female clothes, male clothes? I mean, they seem to be uh, from a robe. Uh, go ahead and make a, uh, I guess, another investigation check. Girls <coughs> are terrible today. Oh, uh, not that bad. Five, five. I, uh, I mean, you you take a look at her and you look at the the clothes on the ground. And it doesn't seem like she has any holes in her clothes, so presumably it's from K-Ball. Uh, looks like it was a, uh, a blue robe. Okay. I think we should talk to her. Yeah. yeah we do should you think, should we all go over? That might be a little... You want me to start? Overwhelming, if you'd like to. I can. What? I got a lot of... I'm, I'm a very charismatic man. Is that right? <laughs> sure, certainly. I've, I've rolled my eyes a little bit, but I mm -hmm. decide I concede. Unless sure thing. I... No one likes you, the Theo, so... Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that you didn't even put up a fight. Like, yeah, yeah. I uh, so I uh, I uh, what's that? Vivian. 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 Yep. So you walk up to Vivian yeah. there, uh, yeah, yeah, Hannibal. Yeah. So you walk up and uh, and she's just sort of staring blankly ahead. In is, the is she sitting on the ground? 
you know, sitting on the ground in the corner, uh, sort of staring in the direction of where the blood stain is. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get down to her level, like on the ground. And you get down on the ground real close to her, and she immediately, her eyes kind of refocus, and she sort of like slowly turns her head in your direction. Hi, how are you? And she just sort of doesn't answer and, and sort of turns back, but her eyes are no longer glazed over, and she doesn't really answer your question. I offer her some uh, some trail mix. She kind of like looks at it, and she says, I- I'm not hungry. You ever had an M&M? They're delicious. She doesn't know what the hell an M&M is, or either, or is and I don't either. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, so, yeah, a lot kind of happened here, didn't it? She kind of nods, and she says, I only felt something swift and hard hit me in the back of the head. Yeah? Did you hear any, any kind of noises or anything? I did. What'd you hear? Crunching. Okay. It sounded like bones shattering. So it was definitely something that came into the room. I, I, yes, I presume he, K-Ball was teaching me and it was illusion magic. There was nothing we were summoning. I don't, I don't care what Kibo says. Don't let him mislead you. What did Kibo say? I, you could hear him. Yeah. I heard bits and pieces calling me a miserable runt. When he first opened the door, he didn't care. He didn't care in the least. If I had to wager a guess, he let out a little bit of a laugh. Well, you seem nice enough to me, so I think I'm going to trust you more than I trust him. And she kind of nods and doesn't really say much else. So where where were you standing in the room when this all, when you when you got hit in the back of the head? And she kind of points uh, uh, across the room, and she says, I, I think I was standing in front of that window, roughly. So your back was to the window? Yes. And you presu- where do you, do you presume that's where whatever came in here came in? Something hit me in the back of the head, yes. Okay, and then you heard crunching. And then I was in and out of consciousness. I couldn't see anything, but yes, I heard crunching. Did you feel or hear anything go back over your head? Maybe mm. maybe back out the window? It might have. I don't remember. I faded in and out. What kind of illusion spell were you guys working on? We were learning invisibility. We were learning disguise self. We were learning all these types of, of illusion magic. Uh, it's it's what K-Ball focused on. He, he learned it. Just like you heard from the nice sheriff. He learned it from a, a man named Gada Davida. Did you, uh, do you have any place to go? She kind of nods and, and she says, I, I, yes, I, I do. Okay. I, I don't need to go to the, in, into the city's care. I, I don't care to have to deal with Kibo gaining this power. Uh, which power? Well, he mentioned he's he's going to be the new counselor oh, of the as the, the counselor. I guess he says I don't know a lot about that, but K Ball did seem rather stressed a lot about what he had coming comings and goings of the city. What's in that safe over there? She looks through the the safe and she says, 
there is one item in there that I would like if you can get it out for me. She yeah. says, everything else is yours. Okay. His, his K-Ball's possessions, I, I, he collected a lot of magical items. They don't mean much to me, but I do have something that was given to me that he kept safe in there. Well, let's head over there. Why don't you come with me over here? We'll grab Theo and we'll... Uh, she nods and, and she kind of nods in your direction, uh, 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 Thelonious, and she doesn't seem scared of you or anything. How are you holding up? You doing okay? She says, I'll survive. I have to. I walk over and join the group. Alice, you uh, join, and uh, uh, she asks if you can open the uh, safe. There is a, uh, a pair of... Uh, she says black boots in there uh, that were like basically, you know, she explains that at the orphanage, uh, she they had been left with her. Uh, she can only assume there's some keepsake from some family member of hers before she had been given away. Can I roll inside on that? Absolutely. Can I ask her a question, too, in a minute? Thirteen. I uh, yeah, it seems to be telling the truth. I. Uh, 13? Uh, or I'm sorry, what was, uh, was it you said? So I want to ask her, did she know of anyone that has been upset with Cable in the last few days and any issues involving that? Uh, she lets you know that uh, uh, Cable and Kibo fought frequently, but aside from that, she doesn't know of anybody else. Like recently frequently or... She says they were almost always arguing and bickering about something. And if they weren't, they were uh, typically, you know, uh, very, very, like, amicable, but, like, hostile, you know? Like, socially kind of awkward kind of thing. Does she know Not any more than... Not any more than normal, though. That is correct. Does she know what the last argument was about? I... Does she know? She answers honestly and says no. She says, I don't really know. Okay. Uh, a lot of that stuff I don't really know much about. So what else is in this safe here? Uh, she kind of shrugs and she says, I, I know the my, what my item looks like. She says, but anything else is yours. It it doesn't really it mean as much to me. So what, it's, I'm asking what is in it? Oh, are you opening it? Yeah. Are, I mean, Thelonious, you have the key. Are you? Well, we, gonna... we opened it already to get out the boots, right? So oh, yeah, yeah. So it's open. I'm sorry, oh. I didn't realize you opened it. Yeah, so you I didn't open it up. You opened it either. Yeah. Uh, so you open it up, and uh, there are like uh, very ornately uh, uh, smithed, like black metal boots uh, that are quite large. Uh, and she uh, takes them out, and she thanks you uh, for, uh, uh, you know, giving her like her, you know, like birthright or whatever. So the only thing to know her like birth parents by. Uh, but as far as everything else in the uh, safe, I. Uh, uh, K-Ball Kefuddle collected random magical stuff. So what I'm going to have you guys do is roll on the random magic item table and see what you guys oh, find. I love oh, the no. random magic item oh, table. No. So go ahead and roll a D100, somebody. It's like a game show. Kind of is. All right. D100. Somebody roll a D100. 90? 90. And what Wait, are you, you getting for the, the singles? Did you roll the other one? No, I didn't roll the other one. Oh, Sorry. What's the other one? This one? 90. So 90, and then, yep, roll the uh, other D10. No, you roll, no, oh, is that a D8? No, You're that, doing uh, this wrong. Let me do this. Well, I got a 90. That's a good right, start. We'll I mean, he 90. already started to roll. So 90. We'll take, yeah. we'll take the 90 and, the t- and whatever a 10. Just tell me which one. Not that one. You don't have it. You don't know, yeah, oh, I don't have it. No, it's the, not my fault. Yeah, so, that right there. Right. <laughs> Noobs Three. and dragons. 93. Okay. Okay, so you guys find uh, uh, 
Ooh, let's see. Uh, Matt or Alice? Sorry, uh, going by almost went by your regular <laughs> name there. Alice. <laughs> Alice. I am now uh, Malice. <laughs> Malice. Uh, please roll a two d six for me. Oh man, it's a roll inside a roll. Oh, and there's going to be another two. Oh boy. Yeah, there's going to be a few here. Uh, that is a total of eight. You find eight gems that are each worth fifty gold. Woo! And uh, uh, do we Hannibal. each get that or just Alice? Uh, I mean, you guys as a group have that. However, you oh, guys okay. want to divvy it out. Yeah. If you guys want to just put just it to the put group the inventory bank. in for right now, and yeah. then I'll okay. We'll, yeah, eight gems worth fifty. Yep, fifty. Or fifty each. each. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Uh, and then uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, Hannibal, roll me a one d four. One d four. Yep. Right. Two. Two. And what you guys are going to do is you're going to roll me a D100 again. Good lord. I got it this time. All right. And then, Alice, if you want to roll the other D100, because he rolled the fr- uh, first one there. Okay. Uh, 16. 16? Yes. You find a uh, very ornate-looking shield. Ooh. 71. 71. Let's see here. Careful. You find I uh, I uh, let's see what would it be I uh, you find a I uh, uh, let's see here uh, it looks like it'd be like a pair of goggles that almost look like they uh, uh, are like uh, uh, like designed like a uh, like the almost like a headdress of an eagle almost okay cool yep yep. Uh, she lets you know, uh, Vivian tells you that, uh, very likely they were, uh, they're magical artifacts. Uh, you would have to, you know, take the time to, to research them on your own to, to know for sure. Uh, Vivian only knows that, uh, uh, K-Ball was perpetually getting in like magical gear, trading it out, things like that. Uh, she kind of, uh, uh, nods to you though, with these like boots in her hands. And she says, uh, I mean, what other questions do you have? Uh, Vivian, I know you said you had a place to stay, but we have reason to believe that you might be in danger. And I explained the situation with Julia, how she had seen or thought she had seen something and then things came after her. I, she, I kind of like nods her head and she says, I, I think that is very concerning. I will do my best to stay in hiding. I won't. I won't come out. I'll wait until I hear, you know, things have settled down in the city. Well, we I'll, have rooms at the Mertiel Al Berge. She says, sure I know. We could make accommodations for you. You'd probably be a lot safer. She kind of like shrugs and she says, I, I can if you need me to, but I would rather stay with the friend I know. Completely who's, your choice. Who's the friend you know? She says, it's somebody who stays in this med, uh, in the uh, nearby area uh, in the new residential district. She says, uh, it's a friend I made here. I don't know. I think for the first night she should stay with us. She nods and she says, if you need me to, I will. Yeah, let's begin to do that. Because maybe we can even investigate this friend before... She nods and she says, I can get her contact information and have it ready for you when you need it by tomorrow. Yeah, that'll Absolutely. work. And she nods and she says, I'll, I'll wait for you. I, I, she kind of like, like looks to the door. She says, I heard the, the nice sheriff say that maybe the vault shouldn't be opened. If you want, close it up and you don't have to bring it up or I can let him know that I said it was okay. Should we maybe just 
We'll just close it. Yeah. We'll close it just anyway. Close it out. Okay. We'll close yeah. it. Then, we'll close it, and then she can let him know anyway. Yeah. We Absolutely. can do. We can do both. She she uh, lets you know that she can do that for you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as far as that goes, uh, she asks if you want her to wait outside, like with the sheriff, or hang out in this room more. Do we have anything else to investigate in here, guys? She um, puts like the boots in her like bag and like you know hoists it up. I mean, I, I don't think. I mean, we think we checked it out pretty well. Um, there's no other checks we could do, is there? Not really. I mean, unless there's anything you guys can think of that I that sort of escaped my my can insight. We look to see if there's any uh, footprint uh-huh. in the blood, like before. Uh, you you take a look and uh, uh, there is not a clear footprint in the blood. Uh, you didn't notice any like footprints or markings on like the window or anything. It looks very cut clean and dry. All right. Can I ask her one more question? I, I'm oh, just yeah. curious. Why why do you have such a strained relationship with uh, Kibo? Um, I I didn't. Well, you meant you said that you were upset because you overheard him call you a runt. Why? Oh no, why that was he... Kibo. Yeah, so I said Kibo. Oh, I thought you said Kibo. Oh, I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. I met Kibo. Oh, I, maybe I did say it wrong. But uh, like, why do you guys have such a? She kind of shrugs and she says, "I know that Kibo did not seem to like my master. I I presume it was just an extension of that. Did you do anything to him or? Not that I know of." I roll I smack, uh, inside? Sure. <laughs> I smack Thelonious on the head. I'm like, she's had a rough night already. Eight. Yeah, she seems to be telling the truth. She has no idea why Kibo might dislike her. Okay. I say, how about we hold the how about we hold the badgering until Yeah. Well, we're gonna have her at our place. We can ask her more questions then. She's, That's true. She is fine. <laughs> <laughs> She'll live. Uh <laughs> I, I, I recommended that she stayed with us. That's Alice true. Alice is like, yeah, you're good. See ya. <laughs> I wasn't going to force her to come along. Well, I kind of did. I mean, yeah, you absolutely did. I. Uh, so as far as that goes, I uh, she's willing to follow along with you guys. Uh, you guys want to head out and talk to Orvalt? Yeah. Uh, yep. You guys head on out. I. Uh, uh, as far as that goes, uh, Orvalt kind of sees you three. He says, uh, "If uh, you want to talk to." Mr. Freedom Peak, he uh, is uh, currently making arrangements in his office. I uh, heard him kind of excitingly talking out loud to himself. I or, presume it's a spell. I don't know. Arrangements? Yeah, uh, I guess he's already lining up a new principal. Because he's the new counselor. He doesn't well, seem too broken up about this. No, he sure doesn't. And he kind of takes his hat off uh, in front of uh, Vivian. And he goes, uh, my condolences, miss. And she just kind of nods. Orville. Is there any chance you could have someone just discreetly keep it keep an extra eye on the on Kibo in the coming days? Ah, uh, well, here's the tricky part. Soon enough, he's a counselor, and he's a high and mighty position of power in the city. Now, I can do my best to keep someone around as a maybe a guard detail. Uh, but if he decides he doesn't want that, then uh, my hands are tied. At, at what point is it soon enough? Like, does he have to, does a governor have to, like, officially say, all right, you have now taken over, or is it just kind of like he has seceded into this new role automatically? <sighs> he, this Kibo fellow knows the rules so well that he, he already knows that he has this position of power. The governor, the governor Thanemore does have to give that final stamp of, of approval, uh, but at this point it's a sure thing because it's in the town bylaws. Uh, it doesn't make me too thrilled about it, but uh, I'm not exactly uh, in a position of power myself. Just an old-fashioned sheriff. 
So I have to do things the old-fashioned way, so I can only hope that he wants a guard detail for, for how dangerous these times are. Let's hope that he does. Uh, and he nods. Do we know, were there any guards at the tower at the moment that this all happened? He says, there's not really town guard station in the collegiate district No, I meant like the, the school guards. Uh, he says there's not even really much of a security guard force. Uh, I mean, there they're definitely are teachers, and they kind of operate as the security guards. Uh, they're, they're magicians, you see, wizards. They they kind of feel like they have a good grasp of everything until it gets out of hand. I, I guess I'm just curious if there's anyone else that was in this part of the building that could confirm for us that he was just roaming around and wasn't somewhere he shouldn't have been. He says, now, I have not double-checked that just yet. He says, but you might be able to talk to some of the teachers uh, to see if Mr. Freedom Peak was indeed uh, wandering around uh, when he said he was. I presume he wouldn't have put a bald-faced lie out there that could be so easily fact-checked, but by all means, definitely double-check. I know I will be. Okay. Well, uh, you can tell us if you find anything. Yeah. If, if I find something fishy in that regard, I'll certainly let you know. I uh, He says, uh, now is the young miss here uh, going along with uh, you three? Yeah, she's going to come back with us. He nods. He says, I... Uh, and he kind of takes his hat off and, and goes into official mode. And he says, now, Miss Vivian, he says, uh, the city will do its best to accommodate you and, and put you up. I, I realize that an orphanage is maybe the last place you want to go, especially after you only recently got out of one a few years ago, he said. But by all means, certainly let the city know we will be happy to uh, accommodate you. And she just kind of nods. She doesn't really respond to him. And he puts his hat back on. He says, I presumed as much, but uh, I'll leave it to you three and uh, in your best judgment. Uh, he says, but uh, by all means, uh, if you want a last word with Mr. Freedom Peak, he's right down the hall, down those stairs, and you can't not hear him sending, uh, I don't know, a sentence spell, message spell, some kind of carrier pigeon spell. I don't really quite understand it myself. Oh, can we'll we just go out. stand over by the door and just sort of listen in? Oh, yeah. You guys can stealth up and listen. Let's kind of do that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, go ahead and make stealth checks, everybody. Mr. Freedom Peak has disadvantage because he's currently talking to himself. Natural 20. Wow. <laughs> Thelonious, you just like sort of ghost. Oh, uh, Vivian has to roll. Wow, she actually did pretty good. <laughs> she, got a, a, she, she got a, a 20 altogether. A natural uh, 20. A natural 20. 14. 14. Not bad. You all three of, oh, four of you guys are very quiet. And you guys creep down the, the staircase. And you guys, like, normally, like, the staircase probably would have made a lot of, like, you know, like, uh, actually, no, it'd be stone. So it wouldn't make a lot of noise. Uh, so you guys kind of creep along. Thelonious, you almost, like, lose sight of a few times. You're finally like, wait, where is he? Oh, there he is. Oh, cripes. He's right behind me. I. Uh, and you guys uh, uh, get up close to the door, and you don't hear him talking immediately. After a few moments, you hear uh, Kibo uh, uh, talk again, and he says, uh, Yes, sir. Uh, soon I will be the counselor of the Collegiate District, and I would hope that you can uh, come out of retirement and uh, find your way to uh, Rayburn Falls again. I know that you spent some time here years ago in our uh, schools as a teacher. He says, now, none of the teachers are quite as talented as you, so I wish that you would come to the city. And a few moments pass, and he says, yes, sir, yes, absolutely. He says, I I realize, of course, that, that you are much more 
learned than than I even. Uh, he says, but sir, I just believe that that it would be great to leave the school in your hands as principal. And a few moments pass, and I uh, he says, yes, sir, absolutely. I will let everyone know that Alizontalus Everwinter is coming to the city as the principal of this magical academy. Alizontalus Everwinter? Alizontalus Everwinter. And he kind of stops for a moment, and he sort of like uh, pauses. Presumably, maybe the spell ends, and you hear him go, <laughs> "Oh, finally!" And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.